evangelism has the other person's best interest at heart. That is, when I told people to use a Macintosh, it wasn't because it was good for me. It was because I thought it was good for them. Similarly with Canva. Whereas sales, sales is typically about yourself, that you want to make your quota, you want to make your commission. And that's the key difference. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Our co-host today is Maron Bereket from the Inspiring Innovation Podcast. Hey, Maron. Hey, Jared. Good to be here. Thank you, sir. We are fortunate today to speak with Guy Kawasaki. Guy is the chief evangelist of Canva, an online graphic design tool that brings simplicity and an intuitive touch to the design process. Guy was previously a part of the Apple revolution, wherein he served as its chief evangelist. Following his time with Apple, he's been many things, an entrepreneur, author, speaker, venture capitalist, and father. After so many years, his role as a chief evangelist has been revived, now spreading the good news about Canva. Guy, it's a pleasure to have you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me on. My pleasure. So, Guy, the term evangelism marketing is now starting to become familiar. In fact, many people consider you to be the father of evangelism marketing. What exactly is evangelism marketing? Evangelism marketing is the concept that you are bringing good news with your product or service. Evangelism comes from a Greek word meaning bringing the good news. And so when I was an evangelist for Apple, I was bringing the good news of Macintosh, that Macintosh would make people more creative and productive. And now I'm the chief evangelist of Canva. And Canva is an online graphic design service that I think will bring the good news that people who could not or didn't even want to try to buy a high-end application or learn a high-end application can now design their own graphics. So the difference between evangelism and sales, which is the question that most people ask, is that evangelism has the other person's best interest at heart. That is, when I told people to use a Macintosh, it wasn't because it was good for me. It was because I thought it was good for them, similarly with Canva. Whereas sales, sales is typically about yourself, that you want to make your quota, you want to make your commission. And that's the key difference that you have the other person's best interest at heart. So, Guy, if we keep the concept of great interest in heart, what's the most simple and non-salesy way to describe Canva to our audience? Canva enables the rest of us, in quotes, that's a phrase that Steve used, to create graphics, graphics that you would use for social media posts, for Pinterest, for Instagram, for Etsy, for Google+, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. Graphics are also useful for emails to make emails more potent. You can also use them for posters and business cards, all these kinds of things. So previously, you had to buy a very expensive application or two, and you had to learn these applications, and that is no longer true. So we think we're democratizing design. And what do you mean by that, by democratizing? By democratizing design, we mean that now you don't have to be rich and you don't have to have the pedigree and you don't have to have the training to design things. Just as I believe that Apple with Macintosh and Apple II democratized computing. You didn't have to work for a large company or the government. And Amazon, Kindle, is, has democratized publishing so that you didn't have to find an agent and find a publisher in New York. Now anyone can self-publish and you know, sell a Kindle book. So these are all examples of, I think, companies that have democratized things, that have made the world a better place with their actions. 
So I can say that for the last two months, I've been talking about Canva nonstop personally. I had a live webinar about it. Yeah. And my students are loving it. And all of the graphic work in my business now is done only with Canva from shareable quotes that actually made it to the top of one of the subreddits to post thumbnails magazine cover. We don't remember how it feels to outsource for Photoshop anymore. So I know why Canva excites me very much. I know what it excites my people. But I would love to know what got you excited about it the first time you saw it. I saw it and I loved it. And it was because I thought, wow, you know, anybody can design graphics now. I like to democratize stuff, whether it's information or computing or design. I can't stand the fact that some people have to compete on an uneven playing field. And so I've kind of dedicated my life to evening things up for people. And thank you for doing that. Guy, at present, over 100,000 designs are being created on Canva every week by more than 330,000 Canva users. And of course, that's a great start, but I'm sure it's not quite yet where you want it to be. So how do you and the rest of the Canva team approach the task of spreading the word? Well, we're using social media in a very large way. You know, one of the Forget Canva for a second, but one of the great developments these days is that social media, Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, it's basically fast and it's free and it's everywhere. And, you know, in the old days, i.e. 10 years ago, you had to buy an ad, right? You had to go to a trade show. You had to do all these things. And now, if you can develop a social media platform, you can do all this stuff for free. And this is the democratization of entrepreneurship, if you will. So, Guy, I'm sure that being you, you got pitched quite many times since the days of the Apple II. How do you validate a certain product and decide to go for it? What made you go for and fall in love with Canva? Well, one thing is it's definitely an emotional reaction. You you see something and you love it or not. So that's number one. Number two, it's a question of, you know, would I use it? Because there are things that I'd love, but I would never use. I could think of some high-end sports cars like that, right? I would love that, but it's just not practical. You know, I wouldn't use it. And so that's a two-part test. You have to love it and you have to use it. And they are also, I think, linked to each other because it's often hard to truly appreciate how good something is unless you use it all the time. Mm -hmm. And if you use it all the time, you'll often come to love things. So uh, those two are inextricably, is that the right word? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they're tied together (laughs) guy many of our listeners are fascinated with the behind the scenes of entrepreneurship the networking and pitching and connections so would you be willing to share the first time you learned about canva and then how you met the founders the first time i learned about canva was because someone who helps me with social media peg fitzpatrick started using it to help me with my social media and she was raving about it and then one day the people at Canva tweeted me because they saw that I had been using it and they just sort of out of the blue asked me to get in touch. And one thing led to another and about oh, two or three weeks later, I was chief evangelist of the company. So you know, there's a lot of lessons. In that. <laughs> one lesson is if you're an entrepreneur, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. So you should ask. And the second thing is, you know, you just never know what someone's answer is going to be. So don't be afraid of asking. Well said. All right, Guy, let's do true or false. Everybody can create amazing graphics. False. 
<laughs> well, that, that's Canva. shocking coming from you. I'm surprised. Well, everybody is a strong word. I mean, you know, it's, it's literally not true that everybody can do it. That said, at least more people can try. I mean, if you had said to me, because of desktop publishing, PageMaker, because of Microsoft Word, because of Amazon Kindle ebook service, everyone can be an author. Well, that's not true. I mean, yes, all those things lower the barriers. Many, many more people can become an author. But it doesn't mean that everybody can write and that everybody has the discipline to finish. So it has lowered the barriers, but it has not made it so that everybody is a designer or everybody is an author. Or, you know, when programming languages got easier to use, it doesn't mean that everybody becomes a programmer. I mean, hell, this is going to be a podcast, right? So the fact that you can now record podcasts doesn't make everybody a journalist, does it? <laughs> True that. And I still have to thank you, though, and thank the Canva team. Just send them my thanks because they took the most ungifted designer in the world. And now I'm creating <laughs> shareable quotes on my own. For me, it's an yeah, amazing experience. So. So it's true. Everybody can. <laughs> I, I strongly believe that if I can create good graphics, everybody can. Okay. Um, <laughs> You're from your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> and so you were using Canva already before you joined the company. Are there any surprising things that you learned about what Canva can do after you became a member of the team? Yeah, I, I was using about... Oh my God, I don't know, 10% of what it could do. <laughs> I subsequently learned how much more it could. I had not seen any of the filters. I had not seen any of the effects like blurring. There are lots of things that I had not seen or had used. And, and one of the qualities of a great product or service is depth, that as you come up the power curve, you'll see that the product and the design has already anticipated what you will need. You don't run out of power. You don't need to buy the pro version. You don't need to buy another product. The company has anticipated what you will want. And I think one of the good things that Canva does, at least for me, is the really good hands-on interactive tutorials that walk you through these effects and show you how and where to use them. Because being ungifted in graphics, even if I saw the option, I would never know how to use it unless it was shown to me in context. So that was really amazing for me. Uh, let's do fill in the blank. Three years from now, Canva will be... The predominant way to create graphics on the internet. Guy, you've been accused of being a man with vision. So three <laughs> years from now, Guy Kawasaki will be fill in the blank. Old. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an encouraging vision. <laughs> I feel old. I'm getting old. Make no mistake about it. Wow. <laughs> but I am having a great time. It's been a long time since I really, you know, dedicated my life to a product like this. So how long has it been really? Is it since, is it the first thing to excite you as much as I remember you describing the Apple II as the clouds parted and birds were singing? Uh, I said that about the Macintosh, not the Apple II. Oh, well, sorry, The yeah. Apple II was pretty exciting <laughs> too. Well, it's been more than 10 years since I worked full-time for somebody. I had a great year last year with Motorola. I really love the Moto X phone. And to this day, I use that Moto X phone. I had a great time with that. But I was an advisor to the CEO there, and advisor to the CEO is not the same as chief evangelist, because one is you're advising, the other is you're doing. And 
I really enjoy doing. All right, so aside from Canva, who is doing something that interests you, Guy? Pinterest. I love what Pinterest is doing. Uh, very, very interesting thing. They just announced this thing called Guided Search. So are you Pinterest users? Yes. Okay, so have you tried Guided Search yet? Did you get the Android or iOS app? <laughs> I have not tried it yet. Okay, so you got to try it, right? So okay. it will automatically update. Well, the iOS one automatically updates. I don't know what Macintosh, uh, not Macintosh, iOS users do. So the way it works is, and this is, I was at the announcement, so I tried this search. So the first thing, I love hockey. So the first thing I do is I type in hockey, right? So it shows me all these hockey pins. And then you add to that condition wedding. And so now you see all these pins about hockey theme weddings. And then you add the term cakes. And so you have hockey wedding cakes. And you see like all these pins with really funny pictures of hockey wedding cake themes. And they're displayed in this, you know, the beautiful Pinterest way. So I said, wow, you know, this is, I wouldn't use Pinterest search to find out, you know, what is the train schedule for Caltrain, right? I mean, you use Google to find that. And you yep. will continue to use Google. And if you wanted to know what is the rate of conversion between, you know, euros and dollars, you also wouldn't use Pinterest. But if you wanted to find something like visual like that, wow, that is a really, really useful search engine now. Wow. Now, Guy, you've been interviewed in media, online, on stage, God knows how many times, but many times. Yeah. What would be one question you wish someone asked you, but in all these years, no one ever did? <laughs> you know, I've been on so many of these interviews. I, I, <laughs> I could tell you the questions I'm tired of answering, but... That's good um, one, too. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, you know, I mean, I've been interviewed for some very clever people. I... <laughs> There's not a lot of holes in my interview past. Uh, well, what's one question that annoys you the most? So here's one I'll tell you is funny, not necessarily annoying. But every once in a while, an interviewer or a person comes up to me and says, your book changed my life, okay? And I sit there saying, yeah, you know, which one of my 12 books could it be that changed <laughs> this person's life, huh? And then the person says, yeah, I really loved Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> that is the funniest damn thing that ever happens to me. <laughs> well, I, I like your story of the car when you were at the red light. Can well, you tell Jackie that? Chan story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, like I guess Asians do look alike because it always happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guy, we appreciate your time. We're going to wrap up here. What's the best place for the listeners to go and get started with Canva? Oh, Canva.com. If you have even the slightest interest or need to create graphics, amazingly simple design graphics, Canva is the place for you. I promise you. Canva is to design what Macintosh is to computing. Nice. Guy, do you have any final thoughts for the listeners? Final thoughts is don't take anybody's opinion of what you can do as fact. Just go for it. Wow. Guy, thank you so much for right, taking time care. to speak with Barry. Best wishes to you in Canva. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Everyone can be an author. Well, that's not true. I mean, yes, all those things lower the barriers. Many, many more people can become an author. But it doesn't mean that everybody can write. 
and that everybody has the discipline to finish. So it has lowered the barriers, but it has not made it so that everybody is a designer or everybody is an author. 